Hello and welcome to Ponder Well, a podcast devoted to the simple practice of reflecting on truth. I am Jillian Edwards, your host, and I really hope that this is a place for you to check in with your thoughts and practice remembering what's true and ultimately pursue peace right where you are. Each episode is designed to help you and me thoughtfully and prayerfully look at our lives, every detail, season, situation, and circumstance through the lens of the faithfulness of God. It's about fighting autopilot mode in our hearts and minds and actually making a practice of consuming and believing and dwelling on the truth about who God really is and who we really are in Him, and then letting those thoughts steer our lives. Last week, we practiced fighting against worry steering our imaginations in faith toward the truth about who God is. We remembered that His Word says that He works all things together for the good of those who love Him, and we spoke life and blessing over our lives. Today we're going to reflect on the next two verses, Matthew 6, 28 and 29, but we'll start by reading the passage as a whole. So this is the word of the Lord, the words of Jesus from Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Going back to verses 28 and 29, Jesus said, And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Isn't it kind of Jesus to direct us outside of ourselves again, outside of what we can do for ourselves? Just as we pondered together a couple of weeks ago in verse 26, the way he said, look at the birds. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them aren't you much more valuable than they? He meets us again. He knows our hearts. 
He knows the way we operate. He understands us. He gets our tendency to rely on ourselves, on what we can see. And in love, he steers the conversation once again to direct our gaze toward creation, this time toward the flowers. Look at the birds. See the flowers of the field. These small words, look, see, they hold big power. We pass by birds and flowers all the time. We hear the chirping, the bird songs. We see the flowers, the weeds even, that bloom with bright yellow petals, dandelions, daffodils, tulips, trees bursting with color in the spring. But what if every time we saw all of this, driving, walking, what if every time I heard a bird chirp, I was reminded how God knows where that bird's little feet will hop to next. He knows the next little twig that bird needs for its nest. What if every time I saw a flower, I couldn't help but hear the song of God's careful, specific, intentional love in my life? Look at the birds. See the flowers of the field. And then he reminds us again, the flowers don't work. They don't labor or spin, but here they are, the very thing that a bride carries as she walks down the aisle, a bouquet that grew straight up from the earth. Flowers, the things we gather and set in a vase and put them on the kitchen table or the counter, and something about seeing them reminds us somehow deeply that there is beauty. There's beauty that we don't have to work for beauty that God just creates because that's who he is. He is a God who brings beauty. When we bring flowers for a birthday or to a friend in the hospital or a bouquet to someone who is suffering loss, flowers remind us that there is still beauty. Beauty we had nothing to do with creating. It's just there thanks to the tender, careful, specific, powerful love of God. This same love he directs toward us all the more. See the flowers of the field. Another version says, consider, consider the lilies. To consider, we cannot hurry. To see the flowers of the field and to see the truth that God is faithful to clothe you and to clothe me, there must be space to consider. If there's no space to consider, there's no space to remember. To be slow, to be beautifully unproductive in a sense. Look at the flowers long enough for awe to rise up. And then we can remember that the flower does not have a heartbeat. The flower does not have a mind. But you and I, we have souls. We were created with a heart, with a mind, with strength, with purpose, with words, with voices. We were made in the image of God. God is clothing us. God is painting our lives with beauty. Just before this do not worry passage in Matthew 6, a little earlier in the chapter, in verse 22, Jesus said, The eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. Another version says it this way, Your eyes are a window for your body. 
I love how a few verses later we're invited to look, to see. Look at the birds, see the flowers. Today, may we be intentional about where we set our gaze. May we be specific about what we choose to see. See the promises of God. See his faithfulness. May we choose to let him clothe us with beauty far beyond what we could clothe ourselves with. We can trust him with our lives. We can trust him with the season and the circumstances of right now. The same God who clothes the field with wildflowers calls you and me his workmanship, his masterpiece. According to Ephesians 2.10, his masterpiece created anew in Christ. Not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these, like one of these wildflowers that did not labor or spin, but was simply clothed by God. I hope today's episode has steered your train of thought even the slightest bit towards surrender and away from striving. I want to invite you to subscribe and leave a review if you'd like to help other people find this podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram at Ponder Well Podcast. Thanks again. I'm Jillian Edwards, and I'll talk to you soon.